You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. You're listening to the NASP Podcast. The Specialty Pharmacy Podcast is a collaboration with the National Association of Specialty Pharmacy, the NASP, and the Pharmacy Podcast Network. The mission of the National Association of Specialty Pharmacy is to improve specialty pharmacy practice by promoting continuing professional education and certification of specialty pharmacists while advocating for public policies that ensure patient access to specialty medications. As the healthcare industry's leading podcast dedicated to the pharmacy profession, the Pharmacy Podcast Network is proud to bring our listeners the NASP Podcast in partnership with the National Association of Specialty Pharmacy. Hello, my name is Sheila Arquette, and I am the President and CEO of the National Association of Specialty Pharmacy. I am delighted to have two special guests join me today for this podcast entitled Package Performance Qualification, what it is, why it's important, and how it works. But before we dive in, let's start with some introduction. Bill Barrows, Program Director at Partners Healthcare Specialty Pharmacy. Bill is a certified specialty pharmacist. He's been practicing pharmacy for almost 40 years in a variety of settings, a majority with a multi-specialty physician-led healthcare system in Massachusetts. His previous experience encompassed the oversight of multiple clinic pharmacies providing services including sterile compounding, central fill processing, mail order, and the implementation of a specialty pharmacy. After helping to develop and open the Partners Healthcare Specialty Pharmacy, his current responsibilities now focus on the systems and management involved in the daily operations of the specialty pharmacy, along with its continued growth and quality improvements. We're also pleased to welcome Katie Cravrath, Senior Business Development Manager at Temptime Corporation. Katie has more than a decade of experience working in the specialty pharmacy industry, including five years as an account director for a Credo specialty pharmacy prior to joining Temptime in 2014. Since joining Temptime, Katie has focused on helping specialty pharmacies find solutions to help safeguard temperature-sensitive medications during storage and transport. She also works with pharmacies to help them understand the regulatory and accreditation requirements requiring cold chain temperature monitoring. Katie is a member of the Florida and Georgia Boards of Pharmacy, as well as a member of the NASP Education Committee. So welcome, Katie and Bill. We all know the only constant is change, and that certainly rings true when it comes to specialty pharmacy regulations. Payers and accrediting agencies continue to tighten requirements for participation, making it more and more challenging for pharmacies to comply. Periodic testing of pharmacy packaging to ensure it maintains appropriate temperature ranges is one of the requirements that has become imperative in both the payer and accreditation landscape. Temptime and Partners Healthcare have worked together extensively on this testing and have learned a lot along the way. So Bill, can you please tell us a little bit about Partners Healthcare Specialty Pharmacy? Thanks, Sheila. Partners Healthcare Specialty Pharmacy serves patients from across Partners Healthcare, which is an integrated healthcare system uh, founded by the merger of Brigham and Women's Hospital and uh, Mass General Hospital. Partners Office is a, a patient, a continuum of coordinated and healthcare, high quality care. The specialty pharmacy strives to ensure the best possible treatment outcomes and quality of life for our patients through the appropriate management of specialty medications. Collaboration among our institutions and healthcare professionals is always central to our efforts. We opened in November of 2017 and now service patients in 10 states and supports disease conditions of autoimmune, 
hepatology, oncology, neurology, cardiology, and infusion therapies. PHSP achieved EUREC accreditation in April of 2019, and we recently received our HCHC accreditation a couple of weeks ago back at the beginning of September. Oh, congratulations, Bill. And Katie, Thanks. can you please share a brief overview of TempTime Corporation? Absolutely. Um, so TempTime is now a part of Zebra Technologies, and we were founded in 1987. We were the first company to develop vaccine biomonitors, or VBMs, which is a miniaturized technology designed specifically to monitor temperature exposures of vials of vaccines. We're actually still the only approved provider of VBMs, and we help organizations like UNICEF and the World Health Organization vaccinate millions of children around the world, including in regions that were previously difficult to get effective vaccines to. Since then, we've built our knowledge and expertise of temperature monitoring to innovate cost-effective solutions across the entire industry. From manufacturers in big pharma to specialty pharmacies and EMS providers, right down to the patients themselves. Katie, can you tell us exactly what package performance qualification or PPQ testing is? Of course. So the purpose behind PPQ testing is to make sure that the packaging that specialty pharmacies use to send medication out to their patients in is actually keeping the medication in the proper temperature range. So whether that's controlled room temperature, refrigerated, or frozen. And PPQ testing simulates real life shipping scenarios versus operational qualification or OQ testing, which um, it, that's, that testing is done in a temperature controlled chamber. And that's typically what uh, pharmacies would receive if they get uh, data from a manufacturer. So with PPQ testing, wireless data loggers are included in shipments to measure the temperature and test packages are then shipped to numerous locations across the country. The data that's collected provides a very clear picture of how the packages perform. And there's really two ways that this testing can be completed. Um, Third-party testing, so using an outside vendor, or the pharmacies can do in-house testing. So if I understand correctly, the idea is to simulate actual shipments in practice as closely as possible. From a specialty pharmacy's perspective, why is PPQ testing important? Um, Sheila, I think one of the most important parts of the whole process of treating a patient is to make sure the medication they're using is effective. All the work completed throughout the process doesn't matter if the medication doesn't work due to lack of, of potency. Every pharmacy needs to make sure the medication they are providing is maintained in the appropriate environment set by the manufacturer. Storage on site is only the beginning. Any pharmacy that ships medication to a patient needs to confirm that the appropriate storage conditions are maintained throughout the entire delivery process. Pharmacy needs to confirm that their packaging configuration can deliver the high quality needed to provide patients their care. Any excursion outside the manufacturer's storage guidelines can expose the medication to an unapproved or unstudied temperature level. These variations can lead to medications losing their potency, making the therapy sporadic or ineffective, and could lead to gaps in patients' care and in the progression of the disease being treated. Confidence in the shipping process is very important for both the pharmacy and patient. Doubt by either party can lead to issues in indecisiveness and questioning the process, the progression of the patient's care. Accuracy in the shipping process is needed for both the temperature range and the duration of the shipment. Hour by hour levels need to be maintained along with the length of stability. You need to be, you need the assurance of the ability of the pack out to maintain desired levels of the temperature for a set of duration of time. Uncertainty in either of these aspects can lead to devastating results. 
The costs associated in replacing medications that have fallen outside the acceptable temperature range can be astronomical, not to mention the costs associated with the time needed to, for staff to handle any of these shipping incidents. These incidents can lead to a lack of confidence by the patient. A bad experience by a patient can easily lead to the loss of the prescription or worse, negative feedback to the clinical offices you, you support. PPQ testing can help provide confidence in our packouts. It provides valuable insights on how our packaging performs in various weather scenarios. It also helps the pharmacy to effectively purchase the correct materials and quantities, since we know exactly what is necessary for each shipment. Beyond just the need for the pharmacy to be confident in the shipping process, there are other regulatory considerations. Many of the PPM contracts require specialty pharmacy accreditation, knowing that the accreditation process requires PPQ testing. Some PPM contracts now even have specific requirements for testing as one of our recent PBMs not only required acknowledgement of our accreditation, but added the prerequisite of a third party to conduct the PPQ testing. Without the reports from the third party testing, we would not have been able to satisfy that contract requirement. Another consideration is the more elaborate PPQ testing by URAC. I think Katie can talk a little bit more about the updated URAC requirements. Katie? Thanks, Bill. For URAC accreditation, specialty pharmacies must not only provide evidence that they have temperature monitoring processes in place, they need to be able to provide documented proof and reports that show the successful results of testing and qualification of their packouts. In late 2019, there was a new layer of testing added when URAC revised its standards for specialty and mail order pharmacies. They released their URAC 4.0 version, which had two major changes. So they now require testing frozen and CRT products on top of refrigerated medication, which has always been required. They also now require testing at least twice a year for each packout size, type, and shipment method, as well as geographic distribution and seasonal temperature profile. So unlike the PBM network requirements, which mandate third-party testing, UREC allows pharmacies to conduct their own internal testing, or they can use a third party to facilitate the testing. Katie, can you elaborate a little more on the third-party testing versus in-house testing? What are the advantages of each method? Sure. So third-party testing is really growing in popularity, and that's particularly due to the increase in payers requiring it for network participation. So certain payers require that the pharmacy submits a package qualification report done by a third-party vendor in order for the pharmacy to participate in the payer contract and to service their members. Having these payer contracts is really imperative for pharmacies to maximize their revenue potential and grow. Additionally, since URAC has expanded their PPQ testing requirements and are now requiring pharmacies to test their CRT packouts in addition to the refrigerated packouts, many pharmacies are finding the, the CRT testing to be quite challenging and they're, they're really looking for help. Using a third party to do the testing eliminates the need for the pharmacy to develop their own testing protocol while also giving them insight into an established PQ testing process. An experienced third party can also help with improving packout configuration and the development of successful SOPs if the initial packout performs poorly in testing. Um, another advantage of the third party testing is that it satisfies both URAC and payer requirements. So the pharmacies just have this testing done once and it checks both of those boxes for them. So with in-house testing, one of the advantages of doing it in-house is that it allows the flexibility for the pharmacy to complete the testing as often as desired. So they can test small tweaks to the packout design to identify process improvements, little things like preconditioning the gel packs versus not doing that. 
Um, so it, it allows them a lot of flexibility, but it can also be really time consuming for their staff, which I would say is the, the biggest drawback of that. So what was Partners Healthcare Specialty Pharmacies experience, Bill? Well, when the pharmacy first opened, we needed to develop a strategy and pick a pack out. We worked with different companies, which led to a variety of different processes and reporting. None was specific for a specialty pharmacy. Ultimately, after we chose a cold chain container company, we needed to test and confirm our specific needs for each container size and changes throughout the different seasons. It took multiple attempts and testing throughout the year to determine when and what we needed in order to develop a process for our overall cold chain uh, shipping protocol. Throughout the process, we continued to utilize local shipping and temperature monitoring devices we purchased. Uh, we repeated tests, uh, repeated tests after years of experience. Our process uh, is now in place and confirmed internally during each of the changes. As much as we were confident in our processes, the PBM contract requirement for our third party was an opportunity for our pharmacy to not only confirm our testing results, but our testing processes. Uh, we approached TempTime for their services in the third party testing and their ability to help recommend a higher level of temperature monitoring devices. The testing process was similar to our internal testing, utilizing internal and external temperature monitoring throughout the entire shipping process. I think probably the best part of the whole process was the first phase of the testing with TempTime. The pharmacy sent one of each pack out being tested to TempTime for the initial evaluation. Each pack out had one data log a monitor inside and one data log a monitor to test the external temperature. Based on these results, they made some recommendations on improving the pack out, and we re-attempted phase one until it was successful at maintaining what the desired uh, temperature range and duration we needed. Phase two consisted of sending the retests of the pack out configuration that passed in phase one, utilizing the same process with the monitors uh, to do the external and internal testing. This time, however, three of each of the pack outs were shipped to three different locations in our service area. All the shipments must stay within the correct temperature range in order for the temp to pass. Uh, TempTime used the information to prepare our final PPQ report that validates the qualification of the package uh, packout designs. So Katie, in your experience, what do specialty pharmacies normally find? Are packouts usually performing as expected or do they typically need to be tweaked? quite challenging to maintain a strict temperature range during shipment, particularly when the weather's extremely hot or cold out. Even with a pre-qualified shipping solution that comes with data from the manufacturer, it's pretty common that the packaging won't hold up in real life shipping scenarios. So more often than not, packages do not perform as well as expected and require some tweaking. We recently did testing with a pharmacy that used a pre-qualified packout and they asked if they could skip over our initial phase one evaluation uh, since their packaging had already been tested by the manufacturer. And I explained to them that we still needed to do the phase one evaluation to see how their packaging performed during a real life shipping scenario. And to their surprise, it turned out that their packaging was, was getting too cold. And so we had to reattempt phase one a few times, adjusting the amount of filler that was used in the pack out, and the amount of time that the gel packs were preconditioned before we figured out the sweet spot. So usually small tweaks, such as adjusting the amount of dunnage that's used, changing the way the gel packs are layered or preconditioning them will do the trick. Um, there was another pharmacy that we did testing with that they had never done any internal testing and they didn't even have a consistent packing method in place. So how many gel packs that went into the package, for instance, would be different based on who was packing the medication. 
It took a few iterations, but we helped them develop a packout configuration that passed. And now they have a successful packout SOP in place that everyone can feel confident with, which is very rewarding. It's important to note also that Temtime is not a packaging vendor. So we don't endorse any type of packaging. We don't sell it. We simply make recommendations based on what we know works. And how often should specialty pharmacies consider doing these tests? Packouts should really be tested seasonally, at least summer and winter, to make sure they perform the way they should in varying environmental conditions. Many pharmacies test during extreme winter and summer conditions as well. Um, or if you're shipping to states where the temperature just gets very extreme in summer, such as Florida or Arizona in the summer, you know, North Dakota in the winter. Um, all shipping methods that the pharmacies anticipate using should be tested. So whether that's you know, overnight delivery, if they do any two-day delivery, um, or even same-day courier delivery methods. So this includes considering the various geographies and climates being serviced, as well as the number of packout sizes being used. So Katie and Bill, any closing thoughts or comments? Bill, let's start with you. Thanks, Sheila. Uh, initially, seeking to use a third-party PPQ service was really all about satisfying a pay requirement. But ultimately, it was a great learning experience in seeing how a company dedicated to temperature monitoring testing really works. Uh, now we are much more confident in our packouts and have a greater peace of mind knowing that our packages are performing as they should. I would always encourage pharmacies to do PPQ testing, even if it's not required, so they can be confident in the services they provide their patients. And I would like to thank Sheila and the NASP organization for inviting us to participate in this podcast today. I also want to thank Bill for participating with me and for choosing to work with Time Time for his PPQ testing needs. And for specialty pharmacies listening to the podcast, please let us know how we can help you navigate the testing process, whether it's advice on in-house testing or learning more about our third-party testing services. Uh, we're here to help. Katie and Bill, thank you so much for providing such valuable and insightful information. I would also like to thank our partner, Pharmacy Podcast Network, and a very special thank you to all of our listeners for joining us on the NASP podcast. Please be sure to check out our other podcast episodes on naspnet.org. And if you have any topics you would like us to consider, please send your suggestions to info at naspnet.org. Until we chat again, please stay safe and stay healthy. Thanks for listening to the NASP podcast. Be sure to share this podcast with your fellow pharmacists, doctors, and healthcare providers dedicated to optimal patient care. If you have ideas for future episode topics, please email the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Send your message to publisher at pharmacypodcast.com.